Hello and welcome to Key to Chronicles, the D&D podcast where no one knows how to play d and I'm your hosting DM, Daniel Campbell. So I uh, hope you enjoy the first episode. falls from the top of Mount Salmar. You shiver as the wagon walks you side to side on your way to Snow Peak Village. You look down to your hands, shivering, holding a piece of paper with a job request to save Snow Peak Village. A snowstorm is upon you as you enter the frozen lands of Salmar. And this is when, if it's a movie scene, like uh, the camera would pan out and like go into the sky and do like a bird's eye view of using the wagon, like going down the road. Uh, hey you, you're finally awake. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exactly what I was thinking of. And then it comes, back, <laughs> it comes back down and does like a wee shot of each of you individually for your character introduction. So whoever wants to go first, introduce yourself. Uh, right, so I'm Harry. I'm playing Asterian Bloodhorn. He is a gladiator. He was a slave, you know, got that big L, as you do. Uh, got chucked in the arena, you know, as you do. Fought for freedom, and now I'm looking for adventure, you know. Hey, I'm Kai. I play Osrin, some Minotaur Hunk. He also played trade, got saved by a, a, a lovely temple come in, took care of him, and now I'm moving on to try and help the people of this world. I'm Eli, I play Flag. She's a, a human. Um, she was, she's kind of like a lone wanderer. Barrett keeps to herself, you know, doesn't really go out a lot. So this is, this is a rare opportunity that she's accepted to come and do this with this note. Pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm Ali and I'm going to be playing a, a Walter Blanco. <laughs> I am a human warlock who made blue energy crystals for the lich until he put a curse on me, cursing my lungs, for which I have to find a cure before it's too late. Just realized your D&D Beyond thing is indeed a water blanco. You have to be a wizard hat, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do we know who each other are, character-wise, or are we all just in this wagon? This is the first time you've met each other. You've basically all found the same job request and you're heading down the mountain. So uh, you've not even, you're not a party yet. You've not formed any bonds with each other yet. So let's, let's okay. see where this goes. The horse gallops, the wind nips, the snow thickens. The wagon bumps down the road to Mount Selmar. The wind howls as it gets colder and colder. The snowy hills to your left, a drop to a deep valley on your right. It gets harder and harder to see as the snowfall thickens. Even more and more, everything slowly turns to white. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, I'm gonna turn to Walter and I'm gonna ask him, 
Okay, so why did you decide to come out here? Well, you see, I have a lung curse, and I must find not a cure, but a way to please the lich in a way that he will remove that curse from me so I can live the rest of my life without that. Bro, let's just get you some bio lungs. Let's get you some robo lungs. Yeah, I wish I could afford bio lungs, um, but because of the, you know, the medics, they, they pay, you know, they need so much money to do that. It's just, it's easier to make crystals for the lich. Don't believe bio lungs can remove a curse. No, no, I, I would just die if they took my lungs out. Uh, that, that sounds dangerous. Removing cursed body parts seems like a violation of the curse. Driver turns around to say, Bio lungs? I've never heard of such a thing. Because <laughs> you're an old man. I have no know. I made my spry. I'm 21 today. Happy birthday to me! Dude, you've seen some shit, huh? Uh, you don't look a day over 21. Oh, thank you, thank you, doll. Thank you. You know, I had my... Yeah, you don't look a day over 71. Yeah. You don't uh... look a day under 52. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. You know, suddenly you hear a massive roar in the distance. It's so loud. It causes an avalanche, crushing the wagon oh. and sending you hurtling down the valley. Everyone. So it crushed the caravan, end of campaign, you roll dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Alright, guys, that's a wrap. <laughs> anyway, Alright, guys, great campaign. Great campaign, you're all dead. <laughs> you're all dead, yes. <laughs> you wake up We've at all the bottom of the snow valley, the snowy valley. Luckily, it was a soft landing, and you're all. You know, you've came out of it unscathed, you know? Uh, but grumbling can be heard. Like, really weird sounds, like bellies grumbling. Then you, you begin to hear, like, more noises, like groaning, moaning, as slowly frozen zombies begin to rise from the snow. You look to your left and you see the poor driver slowly being devoured. It's too late for him. As your party. He's past his prime. Begins <laughs> to be surrounded by a group of zombies. Everyone. Yeah. So if you look at the stream, I've got a battle map set up. This is yeah. like uh love the real photos of us really give everyone a, a doxing <laughs> doxing information. Full name. Why don't you just give them our address next? Full face. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Luckily this isn't being recorded. It's just it's just the audio, my friend. Don't worry. Okay. Don't worry, don't worry. Uh, but yeah, I've randomly placed you around this battle map, obviously. You're now surrounded by these strange undead creatures. It looks like they've got like icicles. They're all f quite frosty looking. Uh, so uh, how about everybody uh, roll initiative? All right. Four. Ten. Ten also. Okay. Oh, wow. Four. Also four. So we, me and uh, you have to roll again to. Alright. Yeah. Alright, we'll go roll again. <laughs> no, that's just me and you. I can pick up ten. Oh. No, I got the same as yeah. Three. <laughs> so, Walter. <laughs> I go last. Uh, 
Yep. Kai, you've got to roll again. Oh. Uh, that's 21. Ooh. 21. Oh. Nice. Oh. So, Orson goes like, baby. first. Now I'm going to roll initiative for my boys. I hope you're ready. Combat you're ready. music on, hang on. Alright, I'm ready. Combat music on. Ooh, 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 exciting, exciting. So... They all rolled nat 20 and we're dead. <laughs> you're all... <laughs> Dang, guys, good campaign. <laughs> they have all... <laughs> they all... I want to thank my mom. <laughs> they all rolled pretty well. So top of the round is going to be this red zombie here as it sort of stumbles towards Clank. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> and it goes to slash its arm at Okay, yep. um, yep. my armor class isn't very good, but you know, we're, we're ready. <laughs> okay, I hope you're ready. I'm gonna get downed in like one shot, bro. So that's uh, an 11, 11 to hit. 11 to hit. That hit. That hit. <laughs> that hits. Down, down. Okay. <laughs> So, you take two bludgeoning damage. So as it swings oh, okay. its arm up, it just does a wee bitch slap. Like, you know, remember the Ben Cartwright, <laughs> left, right, left. It bitch slaps <laughs> you in the face, and you're just like, oh, that hurt. But what was worse was all the icicles and ice in its hand. It just leaves a numb pain. Okay. Next one to go is this orange zombie as it just stumbles a couple spaces forward and backwards to Harry, but, or what's your name again? Yeah. Asterian. Asterian, I've got it written down here. It pretty much does nothing. It's just, it looks like it's kind of high. It's just wobbling about the place, like not sure what it's doing. It's like, it's not all layer in the head, but then um, compared to the other zombies, it's just a bit, I don't know, a bit loopy. No. And I think the first person to have a shot now is Orson. Osrin. Osrin. I'm going to call you Steve. Okay, um, I'm going to walk over this purple fella there. You go up to the purple fella, like diagonally or right next to him, like between the red one. Um, just, yeah, there's fine. There's fine, cool, cool, cool. So you've walked five feet forward towards this yep. zombie licking its own hand, like it's got ice cream in it for some reason. Just gonna, hey, buddy, and hit him with a horn attack, just like a headbutt. A headbutt, so uh, I need you to uh, roll to hit. Of course. 23. Oh. Oh, okay. Modifier included or just nat 20? Uh, with the modifier 23, yeah. Yeah, so that that hits. Now, uh, roll for damage. It's five damage. So you swing in for headbutt and you hit the zombie right in its skull and you can just hear the crack of its jaw. Its teeth are falling out. Its nose is all messed up and he's just looking a bit rough like he's had like a really bad day. Anything else you'd like to do? Um, uh, I'll just sock him in the face. And you want to sock him in the face? Roll to hit. That's an eight. Ooh, so you go to punch the zombie in its face, and it suddenly, it's like, almost like Goku Ultra Instinct. It tilts its head, and you completely miss. It's almost as if it had, like, a spidey sense, like, know when you were going to attack. That's terrifying. And it just gives um, you daggers, like, stares daggers at you, waiting for its turn to strike. I th think that's my turn. That's your turn? Cool. Right, uh, next up, Clank. Is it me? Oh, oh okay, yeah. hang on. Um, I am going to take both my daggers out and I'm going to use um, two weapon fighting for both my daggers. First one, oh, the first one's a six to hit. That 
misses, so you bring your dagger out to slash at the zombie. As you slash through its clothing, you realize you went through nothing. As you can see, there's just a massive hole already where you slashed, so it just uh -huh. does nothing. Don't look at my next roll, by the way. Um, uh... Ooh. Right. <laughs> First not one of the... The campaign! <laughs> is that for your second? Your second attack was a on that one. My second was a that one. That is brilliant. So, your second attack, you end up aiming for the exact same spot and you end up just looking like an idiot in front of all the other party members. Wow. Like, what a all... fool. This zombie is just like, mm, you're looking pretty tasty. I'm thinking, mm, mm, yeah, mm, like, a, like a nice steak, mm. you know? Can't wait. He gives you a couple of winks. Bro, but okay. He thinks he's saying all this, but all you are hearing is just, yeah. <laughs> like groaning. That's me. That's all I can That's do. You. Next up, a stereon. Right, I'm gonna go for the orange one, and I'm gonna go for a hit my great axe. Roll the hit. Oh, there we go. 23. Uh, 18 plus 5. Ooh, cool, cool, cool. So, bring your great axe and you come swinging at the slide of the zombie. Roll for damage. 11 slash and damage. You slice it clean into. Nice. And you just see it crawling about on the ground, still gnawing and trying to reach you, but. Can I just stomp his fucking head in? He's looking pretty worse for wear, but. He's still quite lively, so I don't think you would be able to right now. Oh man! He's like jumping about, like like doing, trying to do the worm, but he's not doing a good job of it, you know. And he's just gnawing that everything. Yeah, so that's my turn. Cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Next up is gonna be the yellow zombie. Oh no! It sees what's going on, and it comes running behind, like a water bankle. You know, there's the sound they make in like Black Ops Two, like the screaming and stuff. All you hear yeah. is that from Black Ops 2 Zombies as it comes running towards you, like arms spinning around, and it's going to roll to bite Walter Blanco. Walter Blanco does 15 hit. Yeah. As it jumps up, it grabs you, shoulders, and goes in to bite your neck. It deals two cold damage because it's a frost zombie. Deals two cold damage. And you okay. can just feel your body shivering in fear as its cold bite gets deeper and deeper. It's clung to you. Next up is the orange zombie. It's flapping about, so it's gonna lunge forward to bite the leg of Asterion. So I'm gonna roll to hit. Does, uh, does four hit? No? No. So it goes to obviously lunge at you and uh, anything you want to do at it as it's lunging at you. How do you, how do you fend off this flopping orange I'll zombie? Just, I'll kick it in the face like a football. You kick it in the face. You kick it so hard that its nose comes flying off. Nice. And that's the end of the orange, the orange fella's turn. Next up is Walter. What are you going to do? Well... Attack with the quarterstaff. Roll, uh, roll to hit. 15. That is a hit. Now roll for damage. Damage is four. So you end up smacking it in the stomach and it stumble, stumbles back a bit. Cool, cool, cool. Give up in fighting so I can fight again. Like All right. another attack. Go for another attack. Oh, I should. 
well. So, quarter staff again, uh, uh, 16 to hit. 16, that hits. Roll for damage. Four damage again. Four damage again. Oh, he's looking pretty rough. You, you smack him right across the face now, and you just see its jaw flying off. Yeah. He's, he's not looking so hot. Not, not allowed to bite me anymore. It's just looking daggers into your soul. Next up is the purple I'm fella. Purple fella is going to roll for a bitch slap on Osrin. Six to hit. That misses. So as it goes to bitch slap you, it stumbles in doing it and just ends up face planting. Next up is the screen fella. And it's just going to... It's going to run towards Walter from behind. And it's going to go for a slap attack. Oh no. 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. So that is two bludgeoning damage you take to the back of the head as it smacks you. Next up, the blue fella just moves up a couple spaces and he's right in front of Walter next to the yellow fella. And they're both looking at you. Look at, well, one's licking its lips, the other, you know, his tongue's just flapping about. And next up is going to be the red fella back at the top of the round. Oh, okay. And it's going to go for a bite on Clank. Wow. Seven to hit. Really? Um, miss it. So it lunges forward to bite you, and just pure reflex, you manage to dodge it. It looks confused, nice. like it's biting there, thinking, hmm, how, how did that happen? Next up, oh, who will go next? Osrin, you're up. Hey, the when purple, purple one, hit. when it went to hit me, did it actually fall over? Did it just kind of fumble? It's just fell over, face planted on the ground, like, aye. It, it's literally can on just, the ground. So you're going to. Stomp it. You can stomp it. I roll to hit. Seven. So you go to stomp it and you completely miss its head. You're like inches off of hitting it and you've completely missed its head. And it's still like Love rolling it. about, like trying to figure out how to stand back up. Um, okay, I guess I'll do this just same again. Okay, the second time. Roll to hit. Another seven. You go and you do the exact same thing again. And this time, its head twisties round like you know uh, like if you've seen like a horror movie where like someone's possessed yeah, or something just their like head just 180. like ah, 180 degrees round and just looks at you and it bounces up now it's like on all fours but just yeah looking pretty weird crawling about in circles looking up at you like the, <laughs> these zombies are pretty wacky pretty pretty zany bunch we got here yep yep I think I'm going to step back a little bit. Step back a bit, yes. Yeah, step back a... You've walked like five feet back. I'm a little bit scared of back. Yeah, it's just roaming in circles. You you might want to be scared. Next up, it's going to be Clank, you're up. Oh, yippee. Okay. So, I am going to use um, the first level spell, Burning Hands, on the All red right. one in front of me. And I need it to roll a dexterity saving throw. So There's that is going to be a seven. Ah ha ha! Full damage. Full Let's damage. go. Okay. All right. Roll. And it should only hit that one. Okay, cool. 
Roll damage, my friend. Roll damage. 17. 17. As I reach out my right hand to press against this frozen zombie in front of me, you can see a large kind of burst of flame come from it as it almost encapsulates this frozen undead in front of me. You have completely incinerated it. Nothing has been left. It's literally just the ashes of what was once there. Just completely immolated. It's just gone. <laughs> Yippee! Yippee! As I pull down my hand, you can kind of, kind of see steam coming off of it. It makes Ooh. a hot cold. Hey. That'll Ooh. be all. <laughs> cool. Next up, it's going to be this uh, the sweet orange fella. Next to Asterion. It's just flapping about, rolling on the ground. And it's going to go for another bite. 11 to hit. Nope. As it goes for a bite, it's clearly missing your ankles again. And it's just still flapping about, doing the worm, just groaning. Maybe it's just having, having a little dance party. Hi. Dance off. Next up is this okay. yellow fella. The ye- or zombie <laughs> color-coded yellow. And it's going to go for a slap attack on Walter Blanco. No. 17 to hit. Yeah, no, that's, that's be fucked. <laughs> right. It's going to go for a slap attack. That is two bludgeoning damage it's dealing. So it goes up and it smacks you right across the face. You can feel like a couple teeth like kind of being moved inside your jaw. You're thinking, shit, I'm going to have to wear braces now as the frozen hand leaves from the impact of your face. That really hurt. That was <laughs> so sore. <laughs> yep, it's the sorest. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like you're doing the best in the roleplaying so far, Ali. Good job. Next up, Asterion. Okay, I'm gonna dash towards the the yellow one. Okay, dash towards the yellow one. Yeah, how far is that? So that is so five, ten, fifteen, twenty feet. Right, cool. so I'm gonna use Goring Rush. So if I take the dash action on my turn and move at least twenty feet, I can immediately make one melee attack with my horns as my bonus action. Roll to hit. Fourteen. 14 hits, roll for damage. Let's go. Five piercing damage. So your horns go in and you can just pick up the zombie and you rock your head, body up and down as does the zombie as it's on your horns. You twist your head round and it falls back another five feet away from you. Nice. That's can I move good. anymore? Uh, have you got any more actions you can use? I don't think so. No. Uh, guessing that's you. You've just... Fair enough. Next up is gonna be the yellow zombie. All right. He's not too happy with what you did to him. <laughs> and he's gonna lunge forward at you. So, he's gonna go for a slap attack. Rolling to hit. 13. Does 13 hit? Nope. As it goes to slap you, it makes contact, but your sheer muscle just makes the arm snap in half and fly off into the distance somewhere. And it looks up to you. One big boy. In terror, just realizing that 
holy shit, I'm gonna die again. And that's gonna be the end of its turn. The one after that is gonna be water. Um, this might be a bit of a dumb question, but do they take necrotic damage? Uh, resistance. They have resistance to necrotic damage, yeah. But they're not uh, immune. Uh, you said they have advantage on it. Uh, no, they've, they're literally, they've got resistance to necrotic damage, so you could... I'll look it up now. Nah, that's all right. I'll go right. with uh, the quarter staff again. Roll who you hitting, the yellow fella. Uh, yeah, yellow fella. So roll 15. to hit. 15, that hits. Roll for damage. Three. You swing your staff, just like uh, someone playing like uh, softball, baseball, all those kind of things. Swing it back and you hit the head so hard it shoots it off, and you can see it just shoot off in the distance. And you have killed the yellow fella. Oh, 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 oh. Um, knock the head of these zombies, knock them all off. Yes, you've just done a whole one. Alien moves behind me. It's head, it's, it's just completely gone. This is. Body just falls apart onto the ground. It's just a sack of rotten flesh, bones, you know. I take a victory lap before ending my turn. <laughs> Next up is this purple fella. It's just gonna jump forward. Like, it jumps surprisingly really high. It jumps right in front of Osrin. And it goes for a bite attack on his legs. So it's aiming for a particular part, so I'm rolling for disadvantage. So does 12 hit? It does not. So it goes to bite at you, and you just simply just move out of the way. And it, it can't see where you've gone, because it's twisted its head too far. So it actually just like, struggling to see you. And you look closely, and you see like one of the eyes is like actually gone. So it's just got one eye looking about for you. And that's going to be the end of the purple fella's turn. Now the blue fella, he's going to charge at Walter Blanco. And he's going to do a slap attack. So I'm going to roll a hit. Does eight hit? No, eight misses. I get fucked. It simply just looks like it's trying to slap you, but then stumbles to its side and just, just misses completely. So Terrifying presence causes it to fall. <laughs> Next up is going to be this uh, green fella. This green fella is going to stumble towards Clank and it's going to go for a bite attack. Uh Oh. <laughs> Does 19 hit? Yeah, 19 hits. <laughs> definitely, yeah. Definitely hits, yep. Yep, cool, cool, cool. Now it's gonna roll. You ready for this? Hope you're ready. Oh, oh, oh. I'm so dead. I'm gonna be the first down. <laughs> it, it does Watch. five cold damage. So it jumps in and it bites one of your arms and you can just see the blood trickle down its chin and it's gnawing onto it and it just just rips a bit of your skin off as it removes its head, licking its lips. <laughs> Where does it rip a bit of skin off? Hello? My arm? Yeah, your arm. So you're just bleeding right okay. now. It, it doesn't look pretty. <laughs> and that's going to be... looking rough. <laughs> that's going to be the end of the green fella's turn. Now back to the top of the round with the orange fella. It's just going to belly flop towards Osrin, and that's all it can do right now, as it just oh belly God. flops. It's even just like struggling to move about, and that's going to be its turn. Right, who's next on the, the turn order? Osrin is next up. 
I'm just purple guy again. Hit him again, so uh, roll a hit. Mm. Ooh. 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 That's a crit. Double damage. Double damage. Yes. So, roll damage, roll damage. What are we getting? Okay, so that is eight damage. So, how would you like to finish this purple fellow? Um, is he still like kind of on the floor, like crawling? Yeah, it's just crawling in circles. It just doesn't have a really like it's struggling to actually move about now, like the way it's positioned itself, and it's just like. Can I just like grab it by the head, turn it back round so it's straight, and just pull it off? If that's what you want to do, aye. So, so you, you see it spinning around, you reach your arm and you just pick its head up and you pick its whole body up. So it's just sitting there, its arms, legs are flapping. All your hand on the shoulder to twist it around and you just rip the head clean up. And now you've, its spinal cord is still attached. So it's just sitting there. It's like a Mortal Kombat finisher type thing. It's anything you want to do with the head? Uh, can I make an unarmed strike on the guy, like the green one, but with the head in my hand, just so I can like, boom. Yeah, go for it, go for it. Perfect. Roll to hit. That's... 11 to hit. That hits, yeah. Roll damage. Lovely. And... 6 damage. You start swinging it in the air like it's like a lasso, and you just bring it down, smacking it straight on the head. The... The skull you hit it with is completely shattered now and it's just non-existent. It falls apart in your hands, but you can see, you can see that you sort of cracked the head of the other zombie there with your sheer might. Beautiful. Pretty beautiful, yeah. It's pretty gnarly. Next up, it's going to be Clank. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. Let's get my girl up here. What's she going to do? Um, She is going to cast Fireball on the green fella. Okay, okay. That'll be a non-natural 20. Cool, cool, cool. That hits. Does that hit? That hits. Roll for damage. Three fire damage. Three fire damage on the green fella. So, yes, sir. So your fireball hits the green fella, and he's just so light. He shoots up with the fireball, and he just explodes in the sky. Holy crap. And you, you he just it starts raining like little bloody snowflakes you know that's 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 that's, badass. that's that's him going and you're just looking at yourself like hmm, quite proud that actually worked pretty wow. impressive yeah i can't do anything else in my turn so that'll be me well asterion you're up right is it just these three left then just these three yeah most of them okay. are looking pretty worse for wear right i'll go for the green one and I'll go for a spear attack. Two-handed spear attack. Two-handed spear, all right, roll to hit. A six, <laughs> that one. So that, uh, that fails completely. Not in that one. Yes. So like second that one. Describe to me oh. how how are I'm you doing very well. how are you using your spear? Describe to me what you just did. Oh, you know, I just I just thrusted. It just went right through his legs. You know, you thrusted it. Interesting. This that was that was a complete fail, and it's just looking at you. Can I use two weapon fighting to try again though? Go for it. Yeah. Okay, fifteen. 15, that hits, yeah. Right, so five piercing damage. You can just feel the, the spear go through its gut 
and you just it's just sitting there. Is it? Do you pull it out, or you've, have you left it in? What do you want to do with it? I'll oh yeah, I'll rip it out. You, know. you rip it out, and you just see it's all its entrails come out with it, and all still stuck to your spear. That's all. Anything else you want to do? Uh, no. Well, that'll be your turn. Next up, it's going to be Walter. Oh, is it me? Aye. Right, I'm going to hit him with the quarter staff again. All right. Just really show him what's for. 20. Pretty Regular nice. 20, not that 20, So that hits. Roll damage. Yep. Oh, six, five. Five damage. Five damage. So, you raise the quarterstaff and you just swing it so hard on its side that it breaks its entire arm off and starts cracking its ribs. And you slowly, you know, it's really badly hurt. It's like really worse for wear. You're like, I'm really, going to hit him again. You're going to hit him again. Same, same method. Yeah. Roll to hit. Yeah, same, same quarterstaff. 11. That hits. Roll damage. One. Now, how do you f- finish him? Oh. He had he had one hit point there. How do you finish him? I like stumble, and as I stumble, the staff hits him in the face and just kills him. <laughs> so you stumble back, and the staff swings up. And it just hits him, and it just set breaks his neck upwards. So it's like his head flops back, and it's just flopping about as his body just falls to the ground. That's been dead. And oh. that's the end of my turn. That's the end of your turn. Popper around to go to the orange fella. And it's gonna go for a bite on Osrin. <laughs> Do you want the news? You want some good news, Osrin? So it's a nat 20. I right? love that. Yeah, nat 20. It's going for a bite. So that's double okay. damage. Yeah. So it rolls. So that deals a whopping. Eight damage. You're right there. Um, you could say that. Um, um. You know how you've got all the places in Attack on Titan, like they target. It essentially bites you there at the bottom of the foot, like leg area. Your Achilles heel, basically. And it munches its teeth in and just completely bites into it, and you just stumble to the ground. How, How are you doing? You doing all right? Oh, that hurt. <laughs> so uh, that, that's that's the end in its turn, and it's just flapping about, like looking really happy and proud of itself, like that it's done that to you. you I, I, is that you? You doing okay, Osrin? I'm 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 okay. I'm okay? I'm alive. Cool, cool, cool. Just three of us have like uh, seven this... health between us. Right. It's Osrin's turn now. Okay. I'm gonna turn around and just kick it in the face. Just kick it in the face, roll to hit. Well, so that hits. Uh, how would you like to finish on, basically? He's, he's, he's um, got one hit point. I'm just gonna put my hoof Just put your hoof right through him? Yeah. yeah. So you stamp down on its skull, and you just... It just goes through it. It's just like breaking a glass to you. Like uh, perfect. crumping, yep. it's like kicking over a sandcastle, you know, it just crumbles away. And that is used, killed the frost zombies. Yippee! Winston- none of them no. 
Oh, I'm just. I'm just. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm just. Oh, I'm on one. One hit point, two hit points. Oh, God. So you enjoyed that there. Yeah, yeah. I've got to be happy for that match, though. Three kills? Nah, you did quite well, Walter. I'll, I'll, put the, I'll put the mini bat right up for you now. So you are currently, your location is known as the Dead Valley. So you're just in this giant valley where people just throw the corpses of the dead into because there's no graveyards in the land of Salmor, just a valley to dump the bodies. Who thought of this? Putting all the dead in one place? That's an awful idea. Well, one necromancer and well, a rat. Yeah. Well... You can find out when you get to Snow Peak Village, you know. Okay. Yes. We all we all seem. Heal. Yes, right. Yeah. Maybe. Heal. Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah. It's quite snowstormy. You know, you might not. It's not really good conditions for. A short. I, I think right we now. should get moving. I think that's a safer option. Let's move to an area that's safer. Uh, is the wagon? The wagon's completely crushed, gone. The horse that was like towing it, mm, nowhere in sight. You, can, you do see the corpse of the poor driver on his twenty-first birthday, sitting there, mm. just and start walking. Start walking. Yeah, I've currently got like a massive, like hole almost in my arm. His blood like leaks out of it. So you start walking. Carry what's his face? Probably, should probably carry Osrin because Osrin's on less health than I am. <laughs> I, I can carry Osrin. I'm, I'm a Minotaur. I... Oh right, I didn't realize. You can you can chief it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try and be okay. So you start moving forward, and everything's just completely white. You you eventually begin <laughs> to see a a old like wooden rope bridge. But the storm is getting worse and worse, so... Did you want to cross the bridge, or... You found it Do we know path? we're going the right direction? Uh, no, you don't. It's just leaving the... Can I roll a... Can I roll a survival... Check? Because yep. Minotaur has got, like... That's a good idea. Called. That's a good idea. Labyrinth recall. Always know its direction is north, and I have advantage on wisdom survival throws. Ah, go for it. Yeah, well, he can go that way forward. Nah. Right. So, I'll roll. So, 11, 14, 14 so, 19. Snow Peak Village is in southeast, so that's success. So, you know, you're going southeast towards that area. So, you are going the right way. Nice. Uh, you begin walking over this bridge, and you start hearing more and more groaning as zombies begin to rise from beneath. Oh, behind you, fuck. more and more, like like five times more compared than last time, are just beginning to rise from the snow and ice, and you can just see them slowly like shivering as they get up, stumbling towards the bridge. Now the bridge starts making a cracking sound as well. The sheer weight of all of you on the bridge begins to make it break. So everyone, do uh, give me a. Give me a dex saving throw. Can I do an intimidation oh. check? Oh god, my dex is so bad. Hello? Okay, dex saving. Eight. Eight. Oh. Ah! 
and God. Do they need to hold? Do they need to throw dice? Because I'm, I'm hold, I'm carrying them right now. Eighteen. So, are you carrying them all? Who are you carrying? No, I'm carrying Clank and Waller because they were low on health. So, give me, give me two strength rolls. All right. Saving throws or just strength? Just two strength, two strength saving throws. Sixteen. Sixteen. Right. And twenty-two. So you managed to. Just in time, leap across, holding both Clank and who else were you holding? Me. Oh, uh, Waller. You managed to Walter. hold both Clank and Waller as Walter. you reach the other side. Meanwhile, poor Osrin, right? As the bridge breaks, you don't quite make it and you're hanging on what remains of planks to down this giant cliff. You look down as the bunch of zombies begin to run towards you or plummet to their demise. Most of them stop, and they're just howling and screaming as they can see you, but they can't do anything to you. They can't reach you. What, what are you all doing? So is he just oh. hanging on the bridge? Can he He's climb up or what? He can climb up if he wants, aye. Yeah. I'll try and climb up. Right. Or we can lower a rope to you. Do I try and climb up? I then? have rope on me. I'll just try and climb the bridge. Or... Yeah. yeah. Throw the rope down. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll throw the rope. Alright. Draw me to do it, because I'm, you know, he's a heavy as fuck boy. Yeah, I've only got nine strength, but I'll throw that I'm going to be epic to help you. Get pulled down with him. What was your strength? Me, um, nine. Harry. Uh, sixteen? Okay, yeah, yours has higher than mine. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I right. will tie that rope around me, if I can. Sure. I'm probably trying to do it with one hand while hanging on, so maybe sleight of hand, if that makes sense. Aye, go yeah, for it. that makes sense. Aye, go for it, do a sleight of hand roll. And I got 17. That's nice. successful, so you managed to tie, one-handedly managed to tie this rope in like a double knot around your waist while holding oh, on. It's uh, your arms like sort of, you know the scene in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, where Steve is just holding on to the helicopter as it flies away. Yeah. That's sort of what your hand looks, arms look like right now, but obviously you're holding yourself up and tying the rope. It looks quite strange, but you're managing to do a good job. And are you going to climb up as they... One, once I've tied it, I'm going to try and still climb the bridge, but just have that kind of rope. Alright. That's a yeah. safety net, so right. he doesn't have to do too much pulling, but I can still... Do a strength check, though. To see if you can get oh, up. God. <laughs> Four. So, oh. you begin to climb oh. up, and... I'm, I'm weak. But... You're struggling, and... You end up falling and breaking a few planks as you fall. Now, Harry, you have to do a strength check to see if you can support Osrin's weight. Strength oh. saving throw. Just do a strength so. check. 11. So, you're starting to be pulled back. Uh, does Clank, There's Clank and Walter there. Uh, they're sort of seeing yeah. what's going on, so what are you going to do? Can I grab onto the post? Can I try and wrap the rope around the posts of the bridge that would be like, you know, on the top of the cliff. Yeah, sure thing, go for it. Because they should, they, you know, that would, yeah, if I can wrap that, right? yeah, if I can wrap that around a couple times real quick. Yeah, quick. Just to get quick. the leverage. So you've wrapped that around, yeah. And you just, you're gonna try to pull them up now. Yeah. So make another strength Okay, can I, there. can I assist? 
you can assess, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Make a couple um, so that checks. means that Harry would do a double strength check. Yeah, they're all for advantage. They're all for advantage. Yeah. Well, that's good. Seven. Seven and 14. So you're slowly beginning to pull Osrin up the cliff now. Uh, it, it takes a bit of time, like longer than it should realistically take, but you got him up there in the end. <laughs> and he's nah, looking nice. pretty, pretty shaken, you know, he's like... Damn, that was, that was pretty close, man. <laughs> like, yo, you almost pulled me over that cliff. Scary. That was wild. Thanks, dude. You just saved my life. There you go. That's Bro, like, damn. To work for that. We got out some Mission Impossible shit right there. <laughs> very, very Mission Impossible shit, yeah. And aye, you look around you, everything's white. The snowstorm is getting worse, but you can see like a small crack, like a small cave in this hill looking thing, like a small entry. Uh, okay, like, uh, let's get to that cave. Could, we need shoulder. So, yeah, like the, these guys are low on health, so we need we need shoulder. So, the storm worsens straight ahead. A path that leads into a cave. You enter the cave and you see an old fire pit. It seems that someone was there before, but okay, very, I have, very long ago. I have uh, a tinderbox. Can I try and light it? Yeah, sure. Alright, let's get this fire started. These guys need to warm up. Right, so as you're frostbite. starting your fire, you notice that makes the cave a bit brighter and you can actually see around. You can see like the cold, icy walls. There's some some drawings of them. Something of a appears to be a dragon on the wall. And people as well. Like but they're not moving. They're it's like they're almost worshipping this dragon. Like a cave like a Ancient like a cave, cave drawing, painting, yeah. Kind of yeah, it's like an ancient cave okay. drawing. It's, there's... Um, can I do a, a history check to see if I know anything I was gonna about ask, I could do a history or arcana check. So, uh, I roll. Go for it. Alright, I'm gonna do a history check as well. History check! History... Where's my history? Here it is. Oh, 23! What the fuck? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> so... Plus six to... Ali. So, Walter, you you begin to realize that this great dragon is worshipped like a deity here in this painting. Mm -hmm. It's almost like he is their god and they're worshipping him. Uh, you also hear that the lands of Salmer wasn't originally a cold, icy hellscape. It was once a lush green land, but thousands and thousands of years ago, great catastrophe happened and the entire land of Salmar began to freeze as some angry god was not happy for the lack of worship he was getting and crazy that's all you can tell for now the, the drawings continue but you can tell that the the wall of the cave was cracked it's almost like it led somewhere else but there was like a cave in hmm arcana check to see the the what the god was about right uh roll roll for your arcana yeah 20 20 so you can't find any information about this god it's almost as like it's been scrubbed from existence like it doesn't really exist all right it's a, it's a bit fishy but okay so you're in this cave, you've got rest, you've got a fire going. Uh, you want to uh, take away short rest, or are you going to continue on your journey after this 
I think we should take a short rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before that, I'm just going to make can I just make a quick prayer to IRS God of Victory, thanking him for the victory in battle. Yeah, sure thing. Take us for your ritual of that, then. Go on. Okay, so, you know, I just take out my knife and I just... Is there anything else? Like, have you... Uh, so, yeah, so I basically take my knife and put a scar on my chest and tally for the, all the battles I've won. That's pretty, that's pretty sick, yeah. That's pretty metal. So, as you're doing that, are you wearing any, have you got, like, a piece of armor, like, you take off got, to do that? So I've got a shoulder guard, like a, you know, like a spolder, basically. All right. Is uh, that, all that's, right. you know, I've just got my armor on, but yeah, my chest is kind of a bit bare. So yeah, I just put a, another tally for victory one. So that, have you kept the sh shoulder guard on, then? Yeah, yeah, and the blood... The, is spilling on the knife. I put some drops in the fire. Burn cool. offering for the gods. Cool, cool, cool. You take damage for that. <laughs> yeah, uh... take, you are, take take one slashing damage for that. What? <laughs> nah. <laughs> you just cut no, yourself, dude. Yeah, but like a shallow cut. <laughs> Still, damage is I'm damage. Cut, guy. Right. I mean, oh, a shallow cut would be one damage. I mean, I mean we're about to take a short rest anyway. Yeah, may as well, yeah. may as well. <laughs> so, you've taken a short rest, and the wind begins to calm down, you know. You, uh... It's a lot calmer now. The storm has passed, and you are now ready to begin your way to Snow Peak Village. But do so, we heal with short rest? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you can use your hit dice. dice. All right, there we go. It didn't. Oh, it's, uh, it doesn't automatically do it. It's a bit weird. No. No, you, you have to. It's all. It's all done now. You step out the cave, and you can see the sun shining in the sky. It feels almost like a summer's day, but. Nothing around you is melting. It's quite weird. You can see a path ahead, and there seems to be a signpost, like a few meters away from the cave that you, know, you stayed in. You couldn't see it previously because the snow was so thick with the storm, but now you can see it as clear as day. It's just an what arrow say? put in. Oh, shit. It's uh, uh... Written, in, written in common, uh, and it just says, This way to Snow Peak Village with a big arrow, you know. Like, you know how... That's where we're going. You know how you get... <laughs> you, like, you know, when you're driving, driving in your car and you get, like, the arrows, road signs, like, oh, like, one mile away from Dunbar, you know? That's basically... We're doxing us. We're getting doxed. <laughs> I don't like this. Please don't add this into your podcast, yeah, Daniel. Yes, I'm, I'm yeah. editing this bit out. Don't worry, don't worry. Can I... Daniel, when he just adopts all of us? Can I just... Can I roll another survival check, just in case, to make sure that the, the sign is pointing kind of southwest, just in case it has been kind of turned about in the, yeah. the snowstorm? Go for it. Can I roll a survival check so I don't get... So 20 on that one. Not 20. 15, no, sorry. Not that, but it was 20. Yeah. Well, so far you can tell the sign's actually pretty well built. Uh, a lot well built compared to that bridge you crossed. Uh, <laughs> uh, it seems to be pointing in the right direction. Uh, okay, that's good. What you do see, though, is, like, if you look back, you can see the all those corpses and zombies just piled on, to on top of each other. 
almost as if they're sleeping on the other side of that big crack in the ground, you know, they cross with the bridge. Yeah, yeah. You continue on your way to Snow Peak Village and in a few hours or so, you eventually reach the giant wooden gates of Snow Peak Village. Fuck yes. Yes. Well, I'll pound on the door. As you do that, you hear... It seems to be a giant wooden tower built, and someone starts ringing the bell. We have visitors! Visitors! And he sees ringing the bell, and the gates swing open as you're about to knock on them. As a group of people who look very, very skinny, like, like they've not ate in a while, the village seems quite poor. It's like been hit with poverty type thing. Mm. Like, uh, come around, just like, oh, oh, who are you? Oh, look, look, look at that. Oh. He's big. Look at that one. They're, they've got an eye patch. Are they a pirate? They're all looking at you. All excited. They've, they've not had visitors in a long time. You, you've walked into the village and everyone is like, you see a mix of humans, uh, a few elves, some dwarfs, all just gathered around you. And they start bombarding you with questions. Where are you from? Where are you from? Uh, how'd you get here? Oh, you saw the zombies, didn't you? Aye. You saw the zombies. All just, did you see them? Did you see them? All that? Um, <laughs> yes, yes, we did see the zombies. We're here for some sort of quest. Um, was there, was there a name on person? the invitation we got? So you look at the paper and it, it just says, Save Snow Peak Village. Uh, and then just where the name would be, it just says Anonymous. Okay. Uh, so you're um, looking I about, show them the note. One of the villagers looks through. Oh. Oh, anyone sent this out? Hello, guys. Uh, they're all looking about and they're all looking a bit confused. They begin to shout over their village elder. So as a old man uh, with his cane waddles over to you. He has a, with his long white beard, he says, Hello there, what brings you to my village? One of the villagers um, says, Oh, here, here, take this, take this, take this. As he looks at the flyer that you handed them. Oh, interesting. But we do not know who sent this, but feel free to stick around to try try find who who handed this out. Do you guys need any saving? Is there anything you need help with that this could, you know, possibly be about? Well, recently there's been a a, a new religion started up in the mountain that a cult moved in. They claim to be worshipping a a black black dragon. They they've taken refuge in in, in the, the old the old castle ruin up Mount Salma. It's quite far, but please s stick around the village for a while. We'll, we'll show you around. It's too dangerous going. It's, it's, it's close to dark again. It's too dangerous at dark. There's, there's things in those woods. Things that come out at night. I'll like um... step forward, put a hand out, shake his hand. Uh, okay, uh... Do, do a strength check as you go to reach his hand. Are you going to So you shake this old man's hand and you're surprised at how strong his grip is. And he actually begins to squeeze your hand really tight. It's like, oh, oh good. Wow. Nice to meet you. Wait, yes, the rope you've yes. got there. Oh, I know, I know. Bro, it's old man Yamamoto. Some <laughs> <laughs> bleach, yes. Have <laughs> uh, anywhere we can stay around here? Uh, we've, got a, we've got an old tavern in. Yes, this way. 
I'll show you around my village. As he starts waddling off, uh, so he starts taking you around like places. Uh, the first place he takes you is the is he passes you by this old church. This this is a church. It's a, it's a shabby, rundown building. Uh, you can see through the, through the outside wall, it looks like it's not had much care. Uh, but you can see a, a statue of some right. kind. Can I ask him if church... Actually, I'm going to ask him. Was this church built to worship the god that cursed this land? Ah, you speak of the great Salma. Yes, yes. Not a curse, some say. Some say a blessing, but some say curse. He, he, Bro, by the look of your village, it ain't no blessing. He, we, we worship, we give him all our gold. He, he is the one true deity. He protects us from the things of night and the things okay. of the valley. Okay. He's, our, he's, our I also want to, God. no, sorry, sorry, no, sorry, continue. Is there anything else you would like to ask, young sir? That would be everything, but I just want to let you know the bridge is out. Uh, it got ah. destroyed when we were crossing it. Uh, uh, the bridge. A bunch of zombies came over. Ah, yes, the, the bridge, the bridge. Ah, you were at the Valley of the Dead. Yes, the Valley of the Dead. What a unfortunate place that is. It's, it appears that the Great Salmar's magic to protect us is starting to attack the Allies. It is him that raises the dead, it's said, to protect us from those pesky invaders from from other kingdoms. Yes, yes, they steal our, steal our jewels. But this way, this way, come with me. He takes you around a few more buildings, shows you some houses. You run into some people. Uh, you see children playing, kicking about a ball, building snowmen. Uh, well, they lack in money, they have plenty of laughter and camaraderie with each other. Uh, it seems like a nice place, but also terrible at the same time, with the lack of, obviously, money, good resources. You pass a... he takes you to a building where the town healer is. It seems to be a cleric of some kind. Uh, his name's uh, uh, Joshua. Oh, how you do? My name Joshua. He's is Big Goliath Joshua, the cleric. How you Hi, doing? Nice to meet you. Yes, nice to meet you. Ah, good, good. We would like rooms. To ah, lodge rooms. In. I not I I not have rooms. This is hospital. But go that way. That way for rooms. Yes, that way ah. for rooms. He says as he begins to treat his patients. Ah, you got bruise on. As he takes just a pile of snow and drops it on his patient. Let you heal now. Next, please. As you walk away. Hey, hey, hey man, listen, Joshua. I yes? have yes? a problem with my arm. I was bitten by zombie. So, Anything you can do about it? Oh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. He, he rubs his hands like yeah, Mr. Yeah, it's like a big chunk of flesh. He starts rubbing right his hands like Mr. Miyagi. And he goes... <laughs> no, no, I, I can't do anything. Sorry. Too, too, too severe. Too severe. You come back later, dude. You come um, back later, he says. Are you sure this uh, bite isn't going to spread? It's not like super infectious or anything. He starts rubbing his hand again and he takes a bit of snow and ice and he sprinkles, he grabs your arm and he sprinkles it on it. It's okay now, it's good. You co you come back later, you come back later, he says. Uh, okay. Uh, 
as I'll, I'll keep an eye on it. I'll be back later. Okay, good, good, good. You come back later. You come back later. We we see your arm later. Next, next, he shouts as a queue, as you see a small queue of people waiting to be treated. As uh, the elder teacher, that... <laughs> did that doctor just gag? What? <laughs> That's elder. Mark... Gonna be sick. What? I bet the snow's got healing powers. I bet that's why they're saying it so late. As, uh, as you say this, you see the wound on Quank's arm start to close up after again sprinkled oh, some shit. snow. Never mind. Can I, can I do it. a medic medicine check to see if there's uh, signs of like spread of infection or anything? Yeah, go for it. Um, 15. So. You look at your arm and you can see it's looking a bit better. There's no signs of infection. Uh, okay. Uh, it appears that these zombies are like a non-infectious zombie. It's more like once you're dead, you can become one of them. If you get what I mean. You can see my shoulders sag in relief. <laughs> relaxed. I keep going back to... <laughs> I believe, but gone. So, the elder finally takes you to the last stop, and it is the tavern of the village. You see, it's built right next to a river as it runs past the tavern. As he opens the door, you can see a few people in sitting about just drinking some strange concoction smells interesting to say the least like uh you ever have you ever smelt what a stag do drink smells like like it's yeah a half pint you know bit of everything in it from behind the bar and just this, it sort of smells like that but a bit worse like uh it's got some weird curdled something floating at the top of some of the stuff uh that you can that you see passing and uh Mardo takes you to the bar he says uh hello Tukan, are you there as a gnome bartender pops up from behind the bar jumping on a stool oh hello oh we got, we got some visitors Oh, hello. My name's Tukan. Nice to meet you. Hello. Nice to meet you. Um, hello. Nice to meet so, you. So, we'd like to inquire about some rooms. Ah, you wish to get some lodging? Ah, oh, yes. Oh, certainly, certainly. This way, this way. I'll, I'll, I'll take you to rooms. I'll take you to rooms. You're in front of the bar. To the left of the bar, there's some stairs. He takes you up the stairs. So, I've only got three rooms available. Is that okay with you, lads? And last. Two people in each. How much more room sells back? So, well, it's, it's. I'm gonna have to be straight with you. It's not the best conditions, the rooms, but I'll charge you one copper piece each. It's it's not the best. It's uh, some holes in the walls, uh, bits of mold, you know. It's not the best, but it's a copper piece, and I'll, I'll give you your meals for free. Hey, always a roof over our heads. We'll take it. 
that's decent. One copper piece for lodging and food. Really kind. Of we're, we're, we don't really, we don't really get a lot of visitors, so this is quite exciting for us as well. So we'll, we'll show you some hospitality. Yeah, I'll, I'll take, I'll take a room and food for a copper piece. Okay. Um, oh, I'd oh, like just... to get a room to myself. Don't mind. That's fair. I'd rather not share. So. Uh, Clank gets a room to themselves. So who's who's going to be the pair sharing? It's there, yeah. We're both minotaurs. We've all seen the same uh, parts, you know. I uh, will lodge. Okay, so There's two rooms, right? I've got a bit of maths for this yeah. now. So you handshake each a key. So who who wants to enter our room first? Uh, sure. I'll go. For it. I'm going to. You enter the room, and it appears to be in the corner a broken bed. Next to that bed. Oh, lovely. A, a window leading out overlooking the river it appears that okay. this room's all right so far uh is there anything you want to do in the room um can i check the windows like easily or, you know? so the window is stuck shut it cannot move it doesn't open it looks um, like it could easily be broken down but other than that okay can i bring out my toolbox and have a little tinker with it see if i can fix it up get it to open uh yeah sure uh just roll for uh, it. What would, I, what would I roll for this? Let's see. Do you want to use your special ability that I suggested to figure out how to open Oh, it? yeah. Yes, yes, All right, yes. so. Go for it. Anyway. So, well, I've got dice for doing D100 rolls. Don't tell me the D100. Just do it. Don't tell me what you roll. I just want you to roll it. A D100. Yes. So would you like to do the honours and tell them then, Eli, or will I? Um, tell them what my special thing does. No, I tell them what your special thing does. So I, I've given myself a homebrew ability um, to give Daniel the opportunity to roll a D1 master if I need a quick and handy invention or something done. Mm. And depending on how high that roll is, is how good the invention is going to be. And I have given full creative ability to Daniel <laughs> what weird and wacky things he's going to come up with. So, no idea what he's going to make. Like, that, as a percentage, if, if he rolls like a 60, then it's now 60% fixed. And no, it's more like it's 60% a good idea. <laughs> if I rolled like a one, it's like the worst idea ever. It probably doesn't even work, you know. Do you want to uh, draw a drum roll? We rolled an 83. So you see in the corner of a room a small pot of grease. You pick it up and looking at it, you just start, you rip a bit of your t-shirt or whatever you're wearing and you just stab it in the grease and you start wiping anything, hinges or like sliding bits of the window and you begin to slowly push it up. So do a a strength check. All right. What the fuck? Seven. So you managed to push the window up about three inches up. Not all the way, but you've got it up so you can actually get some fresh air coming into this room. Is it still like summery outside? It still feels like summer, but there's a hint of something's not right in the air. Like it's cold, but it's hot. You don't know what's really going on. Okay. Um, Is there anywhere that grease left? There's lots of grease left, yeah. Okay, I'm going to hold on to that. Um, I forgot to introduce you guys to Ratchet. 
So, oh. My little companion. I thought we were keeping oh, I thought you were going to keep that a secret. So, out of your bag pops the head of Ratchet. A, a sort so looks. It looks like a real owl, but. In a closer glance, you can see that it is mechanical. It's uh, similar looking to Rowlet from Pokemon, obviously. What colours are Ratchet? Like, he's brown. He's a brown. See how he brown? Like owl, kind of. All right. Robotic owl. Uh, as its head pops up out of your uh, Clank's backpack. Um... I'm going to go over to Ratchet and I'm going to use a little bit of the grease to kind of like, you know, loosen up some of his bolts and joints. So Make does, sure he's agile. So obviously, you know about Ratchet. Has your door has your door been shut this whole time in your room yeah. while you're in here? Yeah. So the, none of the party knows about Ratchet yet. Only you know. Yeah. So it'll be a big reveal. Cool. Uh, yeah. So whose room are we venturing to next? Did we get two or three? You got three yeah, rooms. Yeah, because I was like, three. Yeah, you got three, yeah. We'll go out of here. All right, let's roll my dice to see what curve room you've got. So you enter the room and you get a sudden gust of wind as there's a massive hole in the side of your window. Yeah. Oh, this is negative five stars. Osrin can literally run through and jump through it. And you yeah. get a nice view of the river, you know. You see your bed. Your bed looks all right, a bit frosty, but other than that, you, you've got a roof over your head. Uh, yeah. Is there anything you'd... Just go to the, uh, the innkeeper and use an uh, intimidation check to make him give me a better room. Uh, he's only got three rooms. Oh, I can make him make more rooms. Right, uh, you can go down, <laughs> right, okay. Roll intimidation. So you, you walk down the rickety stairs and you see uh, two cans, like, polishing a mug, you know. <laughs> Oh, hello there. I rolled 23. Okay, so what do you say to him? This fucking inn is in a state of disrepair. You have me pay you to have me step up in a room like that. Well, well, there's no chance that anyone's going to be able to sleep in a room like that. That's a real problem. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm screaming this at him, by the way. This is like... Screaming. I'm going to head down. You can and... see that this little gnome is looking really intimidated and terrified. He's only a wee old man. He's, he's not past his younger days. Uh, but you see a, a few people in the tavern begin to, to, to look at you like, what's going on? Someone does approach it and say, Sir, I think you should calm down. This village has been through hard times. We're lucky that we've got an in Ollie here. So, so I'll, I'll come down and say, Whoa, whoa. My good friend, what's the issue here? I, I, I My did, room. I, I, I told you. hole in it. I, 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 I told you that there could be holes in the wall. It's, we've been through hard times. That's that's why I only charged you one copper piece. It's, it's okay, okay. good. That's not a hole in the wall. That is barely a wall to start off with. Walter, you can take my room. I'll take the oh, thank you, Kang, less sir. fortunate room. Thank you, Kang, we go first, so we'll be all right. I, I grumble and agree and go up to their room. So as you swap rooms with them, <laughs> as you open their room, I give him a disapproving look as he walks past for his yeah. misconduct. <laughs> yeah, shoot him some, the, the, some glares. The, the the young the the old fella, the old gnome. Thank you. Thank you, good sir. He, he looks side to side to make sure so no one's looking, and he pours you uh, a couple drinks for for me. He pours you uh, two mulled ciders to warm you up a bit from the cold, nice. and it's lovely. 
and it gives you a massive we'll have a wee drink then, shall we? So, is there anything you two Minotaur want to talk about while you're sitting drinking? You don't support Minotaur's want to. No, no, uh, I just I escaped from, well, no, I fought my way to freedom from the Gladiators Arena about a year ago, and I've been searching for a wow. new adventure. That's quite impressive. I heard you were sold into slavery. I uh, was. Same oh, thing happened to me. Oh, slavery? The bartender shuts up. Oh, slavery? That's, that's a rough one. Oh, sorry for interrupting. Continue, continue. This is just a fascinating story. No worries. Um, yeah, well, I was fortunate enough to be saved and taken in by some lovely monks at this temple. I grew up there. Ah, uh, it's very fortunate. Yes, my, my slave owner was not so nice. I was immediately put into training and fighting. But luckily, I had my the memories of my clan and my family and the protection of my gods see me through well you can certainly handle handle yourself looks like it paid off at least the the bartender turns to astron he's like oh your your clan what 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 herd do you come from mighty warrior like what's what, what's your clan name you know we hadn't thought of that i thought that was your second name bloodhorn like that'd be your clan name oh no that was no that was, that was the name i got from um oh, the arena because right. every opponent i would skewer my horns like, and uh, their blood my horns and now they're red. Right, you've got you've you gotta come up for a can name on the spot now, there you go. Right. Uh, Ooh, decisions. How about the Minos clan? Ah, the Minos clan. I I've had tales of the great glory and combats over the years. It's and I, I show the bartender the the, my labyrinthian symbol which Ooh. is a most minotaurs have this uh it's decorations that can go on our clothing and our armor and our weapons oh, and even on our hides i've got mine on my shoulder underneath my spolder the mindless clan you're, you're branded with it oh that must mean you're a very very special one the minus clan were brave warriors in the past they they fought everyone even the dreaded one the king of chaos Whew, that was centuries and centuries ago Whew. i heard the stories from my my father ah, yes. before i was sold he told me and my brother that we would have great destinies someday you have a brother yes uh he was also sold into slavery a long time ago i do not remember much about him as we were much much younger when we were separated as you look at Asteron's crest on his shoulder, you you sort of realize like you've seen that somewhere before, and you uh, begin to have you got like a monk kind of cloak t-shirt thing on? I on. yeah, I have kind of like robes. As you begin to remove the topper half of your robes, and on your left peck, there's the same symbol of the clan. You look in disbelief as you see once before you your long forgotten elder brother. My goodness, I. <laughs> Brother, I thought I'd never see you again. I thought once I'd been sold into slavery, I would, I would die or that you had been killed. I shouldn't think you have a father's eyes. Unfortunately, I, I don't remember anything of the time before I was taken in. I, I can't yeah. say I do remember you. 
it's all right. You were very young when you were taking drugs. It really does. But we can make up for lost time. We'll avoid. We Begin to journey hear. together. You start hearing whimpering behind the bar. It's just crying how beautiful your story is. He starts begin weeping and crying. It's like, this is the most beautiful story ever. The brothers reunited in front of me. He, he, he is just bawling his eyes. Oh, here, have another mug on the house. This is this is too beautiful. As he hands you both another mug. Let's go. Uh, brother, have you heard anything of our, our clan, our mother, our father? Do you know what's happened to them? Unfortunately, when the slavers came, they did not come alone. And there were many, many of them brought giants and monsters beyond a map. Our people. Oh, great. You our mother was right killed, now. and our father was left for dead. Uh, oh, I, I do not know if he's alive. I do know that some of the clan members did escape, so eventually we will find them. We will reunite with our lost brethren. Ooh. My goodness. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I guess it's a blessing in disguise that I don't remember. It's all right. I would hear of your exploits in the monk's temple. What did they teach you? They taught me many things. They really made me who I am today. I can only hope to move on and help people. The the bartender is still bawling his eyes at how beautiful this site is. Loads of other people in the tavern are also watching it at awe. At, how lovely that is to see people reunited after such a long time. The elder of the village eventually comes in and he, he sits down. He's got a wee special table just for him. He orders a mulled wine from the barkeep. The barkeep brings it over to him. More and more people begin coming into the tavern and it becomes quite lively. The music's playing, you know, and everyone's having a, a good old time. Not long after, two cloaked figures enter the tavern. They sit down. They don't order anything. They just sit and stare. One stands up and screams at the long top of his lung, all hail the black dragon. And they begin to chant, all hail hail the black black dragon, all hail the black dragon, as they're chanting. You can tell that some of the townsfolk are feeling a bit uncomfortable, while others are feeling intrigued. And they, they begin to leave. The elder stands up and comes over to you and says, oh, Sorry about that. Those blasphemous heretics are polluting the minds of the people with these chants of the Black Dragon. We're having hard times ever since they came. This must be Salmar's way of punishing us. For some of us, our belief has been wavering. It must be due to them. He walks away and leaves the tavern. Mm. Um, it is nightfall. Black snoozed through that entire thing. <laughs> I, He's upstairs snoozing. I sat- hear all the commotion, but choose to stay in my room. That's uh... well. We we spend the night regaling each other of our tales of our lives and the years we've lost, as we drink free alcohol all night. Mm. So. Morning comes and uh, the barkeep's sitting there, Man, still amazed by your stories. He asks you to a favor. He says, "Excuse me, great Asteron and Osrin, will you will you help me with a, a matter?" What is the matter? Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, a darling, a, 
he went up the mountain to sell goods to those heretics. He, he's a he's a world traveling merchant. He, he comes and brings supplies to the village for free, as he sees us suffering. Yeah. He went up the mountain to sell some goods to those those heretics up the mountain, but he hasn't been back. It's been a few days, and some of us here are are getting worried. I was wondering if you'd all maybe go up the mountain to to see if he's all right. We will investigate. We could help that. help you with that. Yeah. Do you by any chance have any mounts we could borrow? Just unfortunately, we uh, we lost our wagon on the way here. Ah, unfortunately, that we we have no mounts. It's uh, but it's not a long walk. Yeah, through the back of the village, the opposite of where you enter, there, there's a path that should lead right up the mountain. And about two to three miles up, you'll see a clearing into the the forest to the left. There should be a path that will lead to a cave. That cave has a passage, a passage that will lead into the castle. It was it was used as an old smuggler tunnels in days of old. Well, we're we're here to help. Yeah. Thank you, brave brave heroes. I I appreciate your 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 kindness. I I will reward you when you return. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Clyde comes down. She sits at the bar. She look. She looks absolutely dreadful. You know, like eye bags. Two can comes up to you and says, "Hello there, great adventurer. What might I get you? Do you have anything oily? Uh, is this food wise or uh, uh, drink wise? Both. Uh, uh, let, let me check my stock. I've got these these bacon strips that I could cook up for you. Uh, I've got some some." Uh, Fat that I could tee up alongside it, the best I can do. It'll do for now. Go so for he, it. He fries you up some bacon. Yeah. Would you like anything with this this plate of bacon? He's he's doing. You can see right into the kitchen behind the bar. He's doing some cool moves. You know, kicking the bow. Put some fat in. You can see the flames go up all over the pan. He's cooking it in. He's flipping it like pancakes. He's doing all sorts of um, cool tricks. And a hot I his... pull out the tub of tub of grease from my back pocket that I got last night. Out. Right. Do you mind rubbing a bit of this on it? I, I know it sounds weird, but he looks at you and has a puzzled expression on his face. Uh, why certainly? But that that might not be good for your health. But I, I I can certainly do that. Yes, as he does like a. It doesn't matter. Just do it. He does a backflip from the kitchen and lands on a pair of stilts right in front of you. And he says, he he has a wee spoon and he uh, spins the grease and he just waddles over on the stilts to his pan and pours it back in. And then he serves you your fried bacon. Frank is sitting there absolutely astonished, you know, mouth agape. They just kind of take the plate silently (laughs) and go sit at a table and just... Eyes glazed over, eat the bacon. <laughs> so uh, he shouts over, How's that to your liking? Is it good? I give, I give him a thumbs up. Oh, you're too kind, you're too kind, he says, as he turns to Orson and Astoron, Astoron, or whatever his name is. Uh, he says, Can I get you, young boys, anything to eat now? Uh, do you have just bread? I've got some bread, yes. He, he, he gives you uh, a few slices of bread and he puts them on plates for you. Uh, also, do you have any way of heating up some water for me? 
I can do that. Yes. Boiling water. Uh, you see him go around the back and he puts some oil in his mouth and he tends to spray fire out at a pot and he's constantly doing that for like a good wee while until the water's hot <laughs> enough. That's one way of doing it. It gives oh, you a pot hot water. Like, I'll take out a little pouch of tea leaves and push them up, put some in, make myself a wee cup of tea. Ah, very nice. Very nice herbal tea you've got there. He says, as he goes back to wiping glasses and mugs and all sorts of things. I come down to join the people at the bar. Ah, ah, it's it's, it's you. What, what can I get you, traveller? I, uh, I apologize for my outburst last night. I give ah. him five gold pieces as, uh, as... Like a compensation. Compensation. Oh, well, it's, it's, you didn't have to do that. Thank you very much, sir. I'll, I'll cook you something up. I'll cook you something up. I, I've been saving Thank this. You. And then I will buy. I will buy Walter's breakfast as a sign of respect for his. What's the General word? System. Yes, you know his uh, oh. his apology, and I'll give him a clap on the back. There's there's no need, sir. I, I offered you free food and beverages already. As he hands your money back, Asterin, he right. begins to cook up some bacon for uh, for uh, Walter, and he does the exact same method as he did for Clank. He was doing backflips, somersaults in the kitchen, waddling about, and he gives you a plate of bacon. All right, I thanked him for the food before digging in. I hope you enjoy. So what did he ask? I was in my room. What's the deal? What's what's the adventure? What's what do we what uh Um so this this kind gentleman's friend, a travelling merchant I believe, went up into the mountains to sell goods to this interesting group of individuals and fellows that were chanting that late at night. Yeah, yeah, those ones. He hasn't come back in a few days. I think he just wants us to head up and check it out, make sure he's all okay up there. Yeah, let's let's go show those cultists what's what, keeping me from a good night's rest. <laughs> <laughs> so as you begin to leave the tavern, you reach the back of the village, and uh, the elder appears behind you and says, "I hope you'll be careful. But, uh, not many people return from the mountains." As he walks away, yeah, we'll be fine. Working out. You set up for your journey, you've walked a few miles, you see frozen grass all around you. There's uh, there's trees, uh, they're lovely, and you're just walking uphill. And you begin to see the image of a, a wagon, and uh, that wagon must have been used by a cult of the back dragon, as you see the two men from last night, basically a post going down their throat, and out the bottom of them, both of them standing. Like they've been, yes, like they've been impaled. They've been impaled, throat downwards, mm. and they're just Glad stamped the into the ground. Through. And the horse has had a few uh, of those sticks jammed in it to eventually stop moving as well. I was gonna I just have a look around and see if any of the villagers are looking a bit shocked by this. Uh, this is a few miles away, but you can roll perception to see if there is anything about, yeah. 
Oh, oh, oh so I, I didn't realize we'd left the village. Nice. I was just wondering if I was because I was gonna ask the bartender anything if this is like a common occurrence. You could head back and ask if you want, but like maybe take half an hour. No, I never mind. Because I was just thinking if those villagers are always on about their their god being a blessing and they were it, chatting about the black dragon in the village. It's just you know, a bit suspicious, yeah. Might so, make some divine intervention right there. So you see this and, uh, well, there's a wagon right there, a full wagon with a few boxes uh, and crates on it. Okay, can we look through the boxes and crates see what there is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so just uh, roll perception or... Aye. Investigate. No. Or investigation. Perception. Investigation. Investigation, okay. yeah. Oh. No. No. Investigation is for hidden objects. It would be perception. Ah, it's perception. Oh, straight. Oh, okay. Oh, straight. Fifteen. Okay. So, Clang, you can see... Uh, you, you, you can't really see anything. Uh, however, Walter, you can tell that most of the crates are empty. Uh, most of the chests are empty except one, and you uh, it's got a lock on it. It's, it's a locked uh, chest. I'll try a slight of hand check. Pick the lock. Pick the lock. See, uh, right, roll slight uh, hand. Seven. So seven. as you try pick the lock, you accidentally snap your lockpick, and now the lock is jammed with a lockpick, broken bit of lockpick stuck inside it, so even if you had the key, you can't get it open now. Is it a lock or a padlock? It says a lock on the chest. There's no padlock. It's in the so, so it's an internal mechanism? Yeah. Right. Uh, can I turn the chest around and chop the hinges off with the grey axe? Uh, yeah, I'll just find the, the hit points for the object in there. Roll for an attack with your grey axe then on the chest. Hit, yeah. Seven. So that hits, yeah. No. Nice. Roll for damage. For that. Ten damage. So you hit as you swing the axe down. You hit the chest a little too hard, and you end up causing a massive hole in the top of the chest. And, I mean, that uh, still works. Within uh, the chest, there are four potions of healing. Yes, I'll pass the I'll pass the potions out each. So you each get a potion of healing. Yeah. It's just the the basic lesser kind of one. As potion healing. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, can I roll history on just seeing the guys on the poles? Uh, I can sure. Anything out for that, or would you be better just investigating? See if they're I, going through. Yeah, investigating what happened would make more sense. But well, I was just I mean, to see if it's like a like if oh, like yeah, something you, that happens. Uh, you got a good roll. Like, go for it. I, yeah. I just rolled twenty-two for history. You don't really know if this has happened in this area before. Uh, this is a bit strange. Uh, there's no nothing that you can recall about the land of Salmar that people get in like strung up, like well, not strung up, but like stakes down like that you can see that this was it must have happened not too long after they left yeah interesting uh, so okay. now we know that it's something that's we know, yeah, we know at the time happened. of death yeah uh, something that only just happened um, I think not. 
Yeah. Are we able yeah. to? Well, actually, no. We do know what killed them. It's fucking holes. <laughs> I was gonna say I killed that. <laughs> so it's a murder of. Uh, it could be a murder. Like it could be thousand holes. Let's just. Uh... <laughs> I do an investigation to see if they've got anything on them. Uh, yeah, roll investigation. Six. Uh, you don't really see anything useful on them uh, at all. You can just you just see their black cloak, just the look of terror still struck to their face as they were brutally murdered. Right. Let's take the, let's take their dig, take their gal up. If we're going on this can cult, I we could use them to sneak in. Well, that's not a bad idea. I roll investigation to see if if uh, As Asterion missed anything. Uh, yeah, roll investigation. Twenty. So you so, can see know. something shiny in like a pocket of one of the cultists. As you reach to go get it, you uh, find a keychain with two keys nice. on it. One of which was for the chest. The other, you, you don't know. I take the key and take the cloak as well, so that yeah. me and Clank can cool, cool. go up to the. Yeah, take take both the. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you guys both take one of the gallops each. All right. I Let me roll, add that to my inventory. them. <laughs> I can roll this and just slide it right through. Right. Hell yeah. That is the plan. Me, me and your bro, we're in this together. And then you can let us in through the front gate. Yeah, and then we're like, big, big you know, we're, we're the cult. These are just two two work minotaurs that are coming in to help around. So yeah, let us yeah. Through. and then now so we're inside. See, this is this is my plan. All right, master plan. We go in. Me, Clangbird, disguised. Uh, I use my deception to get us in, and then we let the minotaurs in, and then we can. Do some snooping. That's a pretty, pretty gnarly plan. So as you walk further up the trail, you begin to see the the wee clearing into the into the woods that the barkeep told you about, leading to a secret passage into the castle. Now, would you wish to follow up the main trail that leads you to the main entrance, or would you like to go to the passage? Uh, passage. Wait, sneaky way in. Sneaky way in. So. You go through some frozen grass, bushes, and you, you get the sense that you're 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 being watched, you're you're being followed, but you're not too sure what's following you. Um uh, can I do a perception check? Yeah, roll with disadvantage because you've got an eye patch. Okay. Oh fuck. Ten. Oh <laughs> <laughs> so as far as you're aware, <laughs> as far as you're aware, you don't see anything out of the ordinary, but you've just got this shaken feeling. Uh, okay. you, you eventually reach uh, a cave entrance where you were told was like a, there was a hidden tunnel that led into the to the castle. So you, you you've made it to this area, and you begin to hear a, a weird howling coming from the cave as a. A strange creature begins to exit. It's like a humanoid deer begins to exit the cave as you can see its flesh sort of ripping open as it walks, its teeth dripping with blood, its eyes filled with bloodlust. It's got one broken anchor, antler and it looks and it howls 
Probably it looks very carnivorous. You can see features that were once human in it, but that is long so since it's like, been gone. So we're in the cave, and it's like, in the cave, has it spotted us? It has spotted you, as you okay. have entered. Are we at the entrance to the castle? You're near the secret entrance, but he is blocking it from the cave. I do. Oh. Okay. I do an intimidation uh, roll to see if I can get him to like leave. You can roll, but I doubt it will do much. Go for it. I, th I think we can get him to fuck off, though. Like. <laughs> or we can roll on that one. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> uh, do you have a wee feeling of what you know what it is? Hmm? I bet it's a Wendigo. Yeah, uh, something like that. Bang on no, the it's Monday. a human that got turned into a, a, a human. Yeah, but Wendigo have deer features and are often on snowy mountains because if you cannibalize someone on a mountain the spirit of the wendigo will turn you into wendigo so far wendigo. it could be a wendigo so you have realized that this is in fact a wendigo now oh, it's looking very bloodthirsty it's not ate in a long time it's very hungry and it wants your flesh. Now, everyone, I want you to roll initiative. Eleven. Eleven. Nine. Nineteen. Um, I mean, how are we going to roll again? No, I don't want to go first. Uh, <laughs> right, the two. Um, roll initiative again. Uh, oh, nat 20. Nice. Nat 20. Oh. But nice. That's 18. Well, yeah, it's a nat 20, but it has minus two on it. Unfortunately. So... Don't put it I'll go second. Get it. The Wendigo. This is a very starved Wendigo, so it's going to be a bit weaker uh, than the normal Is there a battle map by any chance? I'm setting that up now. Oh, lovely, lovely. This white dot is your Wendigo here. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, sir, here behind the Wendigo is basically the mountain. So past this white box, you can't really go anywhere. And just Wait, are we, the are we in the cave, or are we outside the right. cave? Just outside the cave. Just outside the cave. So we're like in a mountain pass. Yeah. So is it protected? In the cave yeah. entrance, basically. Yeah. yeah, this cave seems to be its uh, its home, where it's been staying for a wee while. So, hmm. uh, so where do you want to position yourselves? Right, I'm gonna stand a little bit more to the right, please, like two squares to the right. So you have moved your ten feet here. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, I want to be. Like these squares behind. One, two. Um. So here. Yeah. Fifteen like feet back. Yeah, like there. Mm. And. Um. I want to uh, stand a little bit more back. Here. Can I guess kind of near is that like a bush or something? That's a bush. There? Yeah. So yeah, ten feet stand back. Near that. Yeah. And Orson. Um, I think I'll probably be behind that bush. 
So behind this bush here, you're just hiding. Here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, is that everyone done? Yeah? Yeah. So, top of the round is going to be. Question real quick. I'm just looking at weapons and stuff. And if you click on this, like proficiency with the javelin allows you to add your proficiency bonus to the attack roll for any attack you make with it. How do you know if you got proficiency in it? Um, see where you're like going through things. If you go down a couple boxes, there's like proficiencies and languages there. Oh yeah. So simple weapons. Oh, okay. So I do. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Oh yeah, it's already added. Oh, okay. Top of the round is gonna be who rolled the highest. Let's see again. Right. So, top of the round will go Orson. What are you gonna do to this one? Orson is going to peek out behind the bush, or is it like how tall is it? It's pretty tall. It's probably like up to your knee. The bush. Right. Not a big bush. Okay. So I'm probably crouched behind it. I'm gonna like pop up with a dart. With a dart, okay. Uh roll to shit on this one too. That's twenty to hit, not natural. So that hits. Now roll for damage. Oh three damage. So your dart manages to hit the Wendigo on its neck and it shrieks in pain and it just turns to you and says in a weird twisted voice that is mimicked from one of its victims. That's fun. Spooky. <laughs> little bit of a poopy in my pants. I should have did my pants. I'm going to take it back down behind that bush. Cool. I should have did my pants. Ooh, for real. Is that, is that going to be Orson's turn? Yeah. Cool. I think he's ever going to get my name right. Osrin. I say Orson to annoy you. Right. Next up. <laughs> it's going to be Walter. Right. Um, does it have protection against ne necro damage? It throws necrotic damage. Uh, no, it does not. Okay, I'm going to cast Kill Touch. No, Chill Touch. Okay. Um, wrong to hit. Ah, oh, eleven. Does eleven hit? Oh, uh, eleven misses. So you cast your spell, and you do like the weird kind of anime pose and scream Chill Touch. And the Wendigo just stares at you. It's like, what's, what's, are you supposed to do something? Uh, uh, your attack does, your spell does completely nothing. Yeah. Am I able to attack for my second thing? Uh, you put a bonus action, then yeah, two weapon fighting you have, so you can, uh, that's a go for it. I don't, I don't mind. Uh, can I attack with a crossbow? You can attack with a crossbow, yes. So, uh... No, shoot him with my crossbow. Roll Twelve. Twelve. So, that is also a miss. Ah. Uh. So, you, you shoot your crossbow bolt, and it just 
dodges it with its keen senses and it's just looking at you thinking you know what i'm gunning straight for you and you can just see the crossbow bolt just go straight and hit and just straight into the darkness of the cave okay that ends my turn right next up and your life <laughs> next yep, up is the life. wendigo and it just jumps into the air howling and screaming and it charges towards you now the wendigo the wendigo has advantage on attack rolls okay so all attack rolls all attack rolls it's gonna attack you with its vicious claws so does 14 hit um yeah, 14 hits. Cool, cool. Right, so it raises its attack claws, and we're rolling for damage now. Five slashing damage that so raises its claws and just narrowly misses your vital points and slashes you across the chest. Ouchie, ouchie. And it just cackles in amusement after doing that. That will end the Wendigo's turn. Next up is Asterion. Right. Is the Wendigo facing away from me? He is facing away from you, yes. Does that make any difference? No. Well, uh, what are you planning on doing? Well, I was going to go up behind him and just, you know, whack him with a great axe. Just do a sneak attack. Yeah, it, kind of. It, it can't see you. It doesn't know you're there. Its senses are like a bit dulled. It's like sleep deprived. It's not eight in a while, so it's a bit scrambled. So, aye, right, go for it. I'll let you. I'll let you roll with advantage. For nice. So I'll go for my great axe. Eighteen. Eighty-two. So both of them hit. Anyway, so roll for damage for whatever one you're picking. Anyway, so twenty-two. Oh, so you deal six damage. Good. Cool, cool. So the Wendigo shrieks in pain as you have just hit it in the back with your great axe. Is there anything else you'd like to do in your turn? Uh, I guess I'll go for another another attack. Let's go for it again. Right, it, it knows you're there, so it's spun round to yeah, face yeah. you now. Uh, uh, Fourteen. 14 that hits that's four, four damage so in total you have dealt 10 damage to this wendigo nice it looks at you and it's it, you can tell it's its face is twitching like it's getting angry it's it's very angry it's tweaking it's uh it's 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 mouth is like dripping with saliva it's hungry it really wants to feed right now next up Clank. Yes. Um, hmm, okay. I'm going to can't do that. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to use Firebolt again. Right. Roll to hit. And roll with, uh, let's see, is it here? No, I just roll to hit. Okay, 18. 18, that hits. Roll for damage. Yippee. Nine. Nice. Ooh. 
He's Big looking damage. pretty rough. As you cast your fireball bolt point blank, uh, Asteron like has to stand back a bit. It's like, oh god, that almost that almost burnt my eyebrows off. You know, <laughs> singe my hair. <laughs> singe your hair. Yeah. As the Wendigo is engulfed in flames, it now it turns to you with even more range. You can see it's. The fur of its deer's side is singed off. Its antlers are gone, and you can just see a grey face with fangs dripping with its saliva. And it's even more hungry, and it's even more angry, and it's wanting to feed. Now... That'll end my turn. That does end your turn. Now, to the top of the round again. Osrin. Yeah. It's you to go, but It's you to go, pal. Um... I'm gonna run over to it. You're gonna run over, okay. Um, I'm gonna... Hit it with my horns. Uh, roll a hit. 19. That hits, yeah! Thank fuck. Roll damage. Eight damage. Eight. How would you like to finish it? Oh! Nice. Um, yeah, I'll kind of just charge up and like lift it up and gouge my horns right through it. So as you do that, and you can just see its face all black and black in utter shock that it was defeated by such a such a strange group of people thinking that you didn't even get a taste, a single one of you. As you nod your head and its corpse goes flying back behind you. The Wendigo is now dead. Awesome. As soon as I heard Wendigo, I thought Daniel was just trying to kill us all in the first session. Oh no. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> This is like a really starved, like, deprived Wendigo. Yeah. It's been separated yeah. from its pack, so it's like suffering and so much pain. That, uh, I had to tweak it a bit so it was easy for you to be. Yeah. Like, that. That was uh, easier than the zombies, just because there's the sheer amount of zombies there. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. okay. I'm gonna like? go up to the window and take a bit of its antler, like cut a bit off, uh, and pocket it. Sure. Uh, so. Uh, I will. Oh, sorry. You know, roll strength to like, or something to cut it off. Okay. Bye. See if you can. Fourteen. With a bit of effort, you managed to pull the antler off, and you've just got a bit of a Wendigo antler. Uh, it's you don't know the value of it. You've not really seen or heard of people like scavenging from Wendigos before. Uh, most people tend to avoid those areas because they hunt in packs. They're uh, a lot more vicious than wolves. So, but you've got a Wendigo antler in your inventory now. Uh, I'm gonna carve another tally on my chest as I give a quick prayer to take one slash in damage. My God, yes. I quickly grab the crossbow from the uh, the bolt from the, the cave. So it didn't you, go that far in. It just kind of went by the entrance. It uh, okay. went into the darkness. So uh, you have entered the cave. It is pitch black. Have you got? Anything to cast light? Um, or are you just traveling? 
I have... I've got a torch on me, so I'll light that mm. and I'll go with him. Yes, come with me. So you light the torch and you go right to the end of the cave where you can see the crossbow is hit. It's a long, dark cave uh, and you've hit a dead end to where this right. mysterious entrance is supposed to be. Uh, I grab my crossbow back. Come just someone will do an investigation check, see if there's anything in the cave. Yeah, right. I'll do a quick investigation check. Eleven. Eleven, so... I, you look around the cave and you see everything sort of seems normal, but... There is definitely something off with this, this wall in front of you. Mm. And I knock on the walls. Uh, and, um, uh, you knock on the wall, yeah. Uh, so you can you knock on the wall and you can still feel it's stone, but when you're knocking, you can sort of feel a draft through one for one of the cracks in the rocks. Like there is definitely right. something on the other side. And you Secret just, tunnel. You just don't know how to get through yet. You start pushing on the bricks. So can we uh, do an investigation check specifically on this patch of wall? See if we can find any yeah. seams or handholds. Do do an investigation. Yeah, I'll, I'll do. This. Investigation on the wall. Oh, nine. <laughs> so, Walter, you're just looking at this wall, really puzzled. Like, what's so special about this wall? Like, you, you don't know what's going on with it. Uh, right, I'm checking this wall. Astero, <laughs> <laughs> you're just looking, you're looking <laughs> just as stupefied, maybe a bit worse. Uh, and then you just got Orson. Hey guys, listen, let me let me try. <laughs> we'll, Clank, we'll tell her what we think, like, you know. Clank approaches yeah, we think the there's some kind of door, but we can't, we can't figure it out. Rolls investigation. 14. 14. So, Clank, you notice one of the bricks is loose. So you go over and you push on the brick. And as you do, the wall opens as a sliding door. And you see another patch of tunnels as torches begin to lit simultaneously down the tunnel. Oh. Right to the end where you see some steps. Okay. Um, do we have right. disguises on? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, shut those on. We just. We didn't add okay. to And then. I did. Okay. I put my disguise on. I, Walter, I remember. I re recommend that you. Years old. Is it, have we got any way of fixing these disguises quickly? Because if they're, um, they'll have holes in them from the poles, I'm wondering, can we just. Uh, I can up? try and sew them. Uh, can I take out my little box and have a little go at sewing? I might not be as good as that as my usual. You're not got mending or something? Wait, hang on. Is I, mending work for that? I've got proficiency in weaver's tools. I don't Oh shit. wait, I do have mending. Yes, I can use mending as a cantrip. Okay. I'm gonna use mending as a cantrip. Cool. I totally forgot I had that. Okay. <laughs> this is why I look at it when skill sheets, I'm like, hmm. I love I will mend the holes in the cult disguises. Cool, cool, cool. So you've mended the holes and you're ready to move on, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, 
you move on as you climb the steps of this uh, this old passage tunnel. You, as you walk along, you see some empty bottles, empty crates. Uh, looks like someone last time it was used, it was used in a real rush to like get the stuff out of there. But it appears that this was once a site of a, a great battle. Uh, you've been to walk up the steps and. In front of you, there's this, uh, seems to be like a wooden kind of wall in front of you at the top of the steps. It looks very movable, so whoever wants to move it, roll a strength Yeah, come on. I'll push it out of the way. Right, roll a strength check. Why am I rolling so many fucking so ones? You're starting to push it, and you're really struggling, like this is the heaviest thing you've right. ever tried to push. I'm telling Aldrin to get over here, give me a hand, brother. So, uh, I can try. <laughs> what is a strength? Strength, Jack, yeah. Yeah, I'll, oh, yeah, I'll help you. So. What a, I, I, know I'm, I know I'm a hefty guy, my strength. <laughs> it's, it's it's strength. A monk, I, I know, I like being nimble, not much of a hard hitter. Um, right, well, if he's helping me, can I get a vantage? Uh, I both of you roll strength checks. 20. Not that, but 17 uh, plus 3. That's a bit better. 16. 16. So both of you managed to push this wall over, and it turns out it was just a old bookshelf, and you see all these books, like, fall to the ground. Uh, most of them are ruined to be in damp or just 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 ruined some are decorative some are empty you know as you have entered what seems to be a small kind of room where uh, you can see through a broken door you're in like a kind of prison a dungeon of the castle as you see on down this corridor three cells either side of the room most doors are open except one and you hear uh, someone shout who's there hello hello who's there help me you hear hey, someone shout um, oh. what, what's your name what are you in here for uh, my name's darwin I, I was a merchant a world class I, I came i came up here to to sell some goods to these people and they ended up robbing me and, and uh, locking me up in here Wait, you're one of them. You've got the cloak. No. Uh, no, 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 no. It's just a disguise. Pulls off some guys back there. Ah, I'm gonna guard. Keep, keep, keep a lookout in case I need. Uh, yeah, we, hey, we does anyone to... remember the guy they sent? Uh, sent us after. Two packed. Two can. Two. Two shoes. <gasps> Chican was looking oh, for his merchant body. The, the, the good oh, oh, hey, do you do you happen to know Tukan? Yeah, yes, he's he's a good friend. I, I visit him every time I come ah. to this village. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you're the guy we're looking for. There's, there's a key somewhere. I don't know. A guard had it. Uh, if you could get me out here, it. as you take the key and you go to unlock the gate, and. Uh, Darwin says, quickly, this way, we have to get out of here. It's, it's a war zone, but we need to grab some things first. Can, can you help? Uh, sure. So yeah. he runs down 
more down the path and you see stairs going up. This uh, leads you to an old storeroom of the castle. Cleared out, but you do see a couple bodies of uh, the Cult of the Black Dragon. And Is that more cultist bodies. Yeah, more cult bodies. So can we, can we, can we take the, the clothes and give it to <laughs> yeah, I? You can. Uh, he also looks like a cultist, so, so that Darwin, all of him, we don't get in trouble. Darwin turns to you and says, "Something bad's happened. Something really, really strange. Uh, all of a sudden, there's this roar and." I can just hear conflict. It's like a battle out there. Something was seriously not right. But was it like a dragon roar? Or? I don't know. I've, I've never heard anything like it before. It was. Alright, I'm a quick monster. Can I ask him when this happened? When he heard this roar and the fighting? It's it started when it hit nightfall. So not so long ago. Not long that's ago. A, Round about the same time as those guys got impaled mysteriously. Yes. Uh, wait, what? What happened? Well, these Nothing two colors. Where we got the robes from? Oh, that's that's. Oh, oh. Freak him out. This, this this is really bad. But like the guy's already freaked but, 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 out. Yeah, man. The other side of this courtyard, there's there's there is an entrance to another building. It has a hole in the wall, and it leads to the river. There's a there's a boat there. We can use that to escape. Have we given him one of the cultist cloaks that uh, was in the big yes, dead cultist? You've gave him them, and okay. uh, so now we're all we're all disguised up, so, right? Yeah, and uh, from us. For, yeah, yeah. for a wee reward yeah. for finding Darwin, you all level up. Hey. Ooh. So, I just level up again. Uh, just go uh, into the manage manage levels level two. So, okay. as you open the door, you enter the cold, the cold courtyard. You feel a breeze running through. You yes. see bodies of all the cultists scattered about. Some holding weapons, others not. It looks like they were caught, like off guard. It was by surprise. You begin to hear a roar oh. as from above you jumps down a giant zombified Essen. The two-headed Essen. So it's basically like a big two-headed giant. Oh, nice. And it looks down, one of its heads is like half of it is missing, like a big chunk of it. It's got a massive hole in its stomach. It's got it's just rotten and it's just a giant zombie. And it looks down upon you. And that is where we're gonna leave this part today. Thank you for listening to the first episode. I'm your host in DM, Daniel Campbell, as well as the lead editor of the podcast, Alistair McDougall Welsh, as Walter Michael, as well as additional edit. Harry as Asterion Bloodhorn, Eli as Client, Kai as Osran. An intro theme done by Andrew McDougall Welsh. Thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you stay tuned for episode two.